Welcome to Quantum Magazine's podcast. Each episode, we bring you stories about developments in science and mathematics. I'm Susan Vallett. Nobody wants to deal with the elephant in the room. And in the case of one recent study of computer vision systems, an elephant, literally an elephant, tripped up an artificial intelligence system. Now, researchers are exploring why AI can't deal with anomalies as well as humans can. The human brain can make lots of mistakes. It may forget where we put our keys. It may leave a word out of reach until the wee hours of the morning when you shoot up from bed and finally remember. But our brains are pretty efficient at processing visual information, says Amir Rosenfeld, a researcher at York University in Toronto. We humans, when you look at the world with your eyes and mainly with your brain, you understand the world literally with a blink of an eye and it seems so easy to you, you don't even think about how that happens most of the time. But Rosenfeld and his colleagues found artificial intelligence systems fail a vision test that a child could easily master. The study took place in the field of computer vision, where AI systems attempt to detect and categorize objects. They might try to find all of the pedestrians in a street scene or just distinguish a bird from a bicycle. That last one sounds pretty easy, right? Not for AI. It's a notoriously difficult task. The stakes are high. As computers take over critical tasks like surveillance and driving, will want their visual processing to be at least as good as the human eyes they're replacing. It won't be easy. The new work really shows the sophistication of human vision and the challenge of building systems that mimic it. In the study, the researchers presented a computer vision system with a living room scene. The system processed it well. It correctly identified a chair, a person, books on a shelf, Then the researchers introduced an anomalous object into the scene, an image of an elephant. That's right, the elephant in the room. Here's Rosenfeld, the lead author of the study. If there is actually an elephant in the room, you as a human would likely notice it. And therefore, it was kind of surprising that depending on the location we put this elephant in the living room, in many locations, the system didn't even detect its presence. With the elephant there, the system suddenly started calling a chair a couch and the elephant a chair, while turning completely blind to other objects it had previously seen. Rosenfeld worked on the study with his York colleague John Sotsos and Richard Zemmel of the University of Toronto. There are all sorts of weird things happening that show how brittle the current object detection systems are. The paper mainly revolves around making different statistics of when And where does this happen? And we have several hypotheses why this happens. Researchers are still trying to understand exactly why computer vision systems get tripped up so easily. But they have a good guess. It has to do with an ability humans have that AI lacks. The ability to understand when a scene is confusing and thus go back for a second glance. Tsotsos says it's a problem scientists have been trying to figure out for a while. Object recognition is one of those things that people in AI have been working on basically forever. And you can trace it back, I think, to the early 1960s, where Marvin Minsky, a very famous name you must have heard of from MIT, and Seymour Papert thought that it could be a summer project for somebody, and they assigned it and it didn't work. So 
people have been at this for a really long time, since the beginning of AI and computer vision. So Tzoltso says it's interesting that we want to teach computers something our brains can do so easily. I think there's a little bit of a problem that we create for ourselves in doing this because humans have no difficulty whatsoever in being able to recognize a particular object, whether it be in a picture or live or in a movie or wherever you want. We seem to have this great ability that we just open our eyes and everything happens and it doesn't take any training. So it belies the difficulty behind it all. For our brains, it's easy. But for artificial intelligence, it's laborious. AI creates visual impressions as if it were reading a description in Braille. It runs its algorithmic fingertips over pixels, which it shapes into increasingly complex representations. The specific type of AI system that performs this process is called a neural network. Tsotso says it sends an image through a series of layers. The algorithms that have been the most successful in the deep learning world have been mostly feedforward. What that means is that you take the image and you perform some process on it, and then the output of that goes to another layer that performs some other process on it, and then the output of that goes to another layer, et cetera, et cetera. Sometimes, you know, you know 10 layers, sometimes 100 layers, sometimes more, actually. Some of these networks have become very, very large. But it's all moving from one layer to the next by taking the output of the previous one, processing it, and passing it on to the next layer. So it's like a pipeline. Neural networks are adept at specific visual chores. They can outperform humans in narrow tasks, like sorting objects into best-fit categories, like labeling dogs with their breed. These successes have raised expectations that computer vision systems might soon be good enough to steer a car through crowded city streets. They've also provoked researchers to probe their vulnerabilities. In recent years, there have been a slew of attempts known as adversarial attacks, In them, researchers contrive scenes to make neural networks fail. In one experiment, computer scientists tricked a neural network into mistaking a turtle for a rifle. In another, researchers confused a neural network by placing an image of a psychedelically colored toaster alongside ordinary objects like a banana. This latest study has the same spirit. The three researchers fed a neural network a living room scene. A man, seated on the edge of a shabby chair, leans forward as he plays a video game. After scouring this scene, a neural network correctly detected a number of objects with high confidence. A person, a couch, a television, a chair, and some books. Then the researchers introduced the image of the elephant that didn't belong. The neural network started to get its pixels crossed. In some trials, the elephant led the neural network to misidentify the chair as a couch. In others, the system overlooked objects, like a row of books, that it had correctly detected in earlier trials. These errors occurred even when the elephant was far from the mistaken objects. Snafus like those extrapolate in unsettling ways to autonomous driving. A computer can't be trusted to drive a car if it might go blind to a pedestrian just because a second earlier it passed a turkey on the side of the road. When human beings see something unexpected, we do a double take. It's a common phrase with real cognitive implications, and it explains why neural networks fail when scenes get weird. Here's Amir Rosenfeld. You have one computation 
that goes through the network and you have a set of hypotheses and these hypotheses allow you to go back into the computations and modify them to try to tease apart and disentangle the different factors of confusion uh, that gave rise to this mixed representation and weird phenomena. So my hypothesis is that if the human brain did not have that connections, we could also get confused by similar things like what we are seeing currently in the computer vision systems. Today's best neural networks for object detection work by information flowing through them in only one direction. They start with an input of fine-grained pixels, then move to curves, shapes, and scenes, with the network making its best guess about what it's seeing at each step along the way. As a consequence, Tsotso says errant observations early in the process end up contaminating the end of the process when the neural network pools together everything it thinks it knows in order to make a guess about what it's looking at. Because of the way these networks are structured, where they have such broad connectivity, I mean, you can think of these networks as every neuron in the network has a feed-forward cone of connections to the next layer up. That feed-forward cone gets very, very broad as you go through many layers. And as a result, by the top, you have everything connected to everything in some way. So you have the potential to have every feature and every location interfering with every possible output. The human way is better. Imagine you're given a very brief glimpse of an image containing a circle and a square, with one of them colored blue and the other red. Afterward, you're asked to name the color of the square. With only a single glance to go on, you're likely to confuse the colors of the two shapes, but you're also likely to recognize that you're confused and to ask for another look. And when you take that second look, Tsotso says you know to focus your attention on just the color of the square. The human visual system says, okay, I don't have the right answer yet, but the right answer has to be somewhere in all these computations that I just did. So I got to go backwards and see where I might have made an error and try to attend. So by then saying, is it this thing, you know, draw a circle around the object I think I'm looking at, suppress the context and reanalyze. And then that allows you to correct any kind of an error that you make. Tsotsos has been developing a theory called selective tuning that explains this feature of visual cognition. But most neural networks in AI lack this ability to go backward. It's a hard trait to engineer. One advantage of feed-forward networks is that they're relatively straightforward to train. Process an image through these six layers and get an answer. But if neural networks are to have license to do a double-take, they'll need a sophisticated understanding of when to take another look and when to plow ahead in a feed-forward way. Human brains switch between these different processes seamlessly. Neural networks will need a new theoretical framework before they can do the same. Leading researchers in the world are working on it, though. Google AI last year launched a contest to crowdsource image classifiers that can see their way through adversarial attacks. The winning entry will need to distinguish between an image of a bird and an image of a bicycle. It's a modern first step but a necessary one. Michelle Yoon helped with this episode. I'm Susan Vallett. For more on this story, read Kevin Hartnett's full article, Machine Learning Confronts the Elephant in the Room, on our website, quantamagazine.org. 
clever machines learning how to be curious, the black box of deep learning, these are just a couple of topics in the Quanta book, Alice and Bob Meet the Wall of Fire by the MIT Press, available to listen to now on audible.com.